Yes, hello and welcome back to the win. Only do one take podcast. It is the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am your host, Turch, and with me in studio is my co-host and CEO, the wonderful man and the biggest rugby supporter I've ever seen. <laughs> it's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I am doing bloody brilliant. And I want to say the Melbourne Rebels were robbed Friday night. Robbed. <laughs> that empire. Worst calls ever. I don't know. I'm just learning about rugby. I don't know I'm anything <laughs> learning about rugby. about rugby. It's the second time I've been this year. And I... Cheered on with the crowd to say that they were robbed. There you go. That's the most important thing. You know, it's just like me. I know that the Champions League final, the day of this recording, the Champions League final for the soccer happened. Liverpool won. They beat uh, Tottenham 2-0. I don't follow either team. My team, Juventus, was kicked out. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say that Liverpool, they thoroughly deserved it, even though I didn't watch the match. (laughs) Because it was too early in the morning for me to wake up and I don't have Foxtel. <laughs> Fair enough. Now we're talking about sports. NBA finals are on as well. <laughs> I want You'll be very proud of me, Turch. Yes, yes. Um, Friday is a work day, right? And I uh, work from home. So I made sure that I did my work, but I was like, I'm blocking out two hours for the finals. Yes. Right? I want to watch the NBA finals. I'm blocking out two hours. And a colleague of mine... Uh, wanted to join me as well. How exciting. So I sent him a calendar invite. <laughs> I think I know who this colleague is. <laughs> innovation and collaboration in the 21st century. And we innovated and we collaborated. Just so happened to be at a bar playing the NBA playoffs that is, at that time. Well, you know, sometimes you just need to go out of the office to really learn to collaborate and initiate and procrastinate. As all those things are really important <laughs> within a business setting. <laughs> And I think he did it well. I think so too. I'm just a bit sad now because there's no more sport for me until like the A-League starts again or the Soccer League starts again. Yeah. Because like, I'm not a football fan, not an AFL fan or anything like that. Not really a basketball fan. There's no other you should sports. come to the rugby. I, maybe I should. It's Why not? the Union, not the league. We've got to watch the Union. So who's the Melbourne team in the Union? Melbourne Rebels. Rebels. Okay. What's the difference between um, the two? I think Union's better. It's right. What um, <laughs> I watch is better. That's it. Yeah. No, no, but but it's very civilized because we do dinner beforehand. That's civil. Right. There's not too many people. Like, it's probably like the soccer. Yeah. The stadium's not packed. That's good. So when you get on public transport to or from, you're not like squished yeah, yeah, like yeah. a sardine. So it's not too bad. That that where they play the soccer as well. It doesn't matter where you sit. It's great. You can see nah. the fucking field. Uh, it's not, is it still called Amy Park there now? It's still called Amy oh, Park. I don't know what it's called. Well, the official name for it, I learned this not too long ago, because Amy, the, the insurance company, didn't build the stadium. It's no. a government-owned stadium. And they like, just released the sponsorship. And they just released the sponsorship. Do you know, it's just, do you know what it's called? What? Re- uh, Melbourne's Rectangular Stadium. <laughs> That's the official title when they did the budget bid for it and it got approved and all the signings and this and that. The official name is Melbourne's Rectangular Stadium. That is shocking. That is terrible. Thank God. You know, it's not as bad as Marvel Stadium. Yeah. Which I'm actually super disappointed. It's called fucking Marvel Stadium, the one that used to be Eddie Had. Mm. Eddie Had had some... There was something about it that sounded formal. Marvel yeah. just sounds like, you know, ooh, that's where the kids go. <laughs> I uh, I am um, I'm disappointed that we turn up to sporting events now, and you've got to go through like metal detectors. It's pretty sad, isn't it? It or, is or very the sad. Pat down. Pardon. The pat, the pat down. down. Yeah, they yep. do the pat down these days. With the ones, though, they don't do like the full body ones. I'm like, I probably could have a gun in my shoe. 
Uh, you know yeah. what? I I think I've t- said this on this podcast before. I've said this in a drunken stupor. But I think ISIS could easily get more supporters if is they... Is. Is 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 yeah is is or isle or yeah. is is or whatever it is, haha. <laughs> um, they could easily get more supporters if they just targeted the right people, and like for me, like you know, they're like, oh, we're gonna get rid, like you know, we want Western civilization to go down. No, 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 no. They've got to target the right people, like those people who give you the pat down and make you go through the metal detectors at sports games. If they targeted them. I'd kind of be more on their side. Right. Think about it. Or the, like the same sort of people at airports. Right on their side. The people who take a trolley full of groceries into the self-serve checkout lane at the supermarket. <laughs> if they started targeting these kind of people, or people who don't return the trolley, or don't connect it up properly, or break the thing so I can't get my $2 back uh. when I go supermarket shopping, that would be... The kind of people, if I started attacking them pr- primarily or only them, I would absolutely be like, yes, you know what? You are doing the Lord's work. But currently, just trying to get rid of Western uh, civilization, I'm not into that. Mm. I'm going to be very clear. I'm against ISIS. But if they changed a few things and, is, and, got it. And, and focused in on what the key issues of our society that is terrible, a part of Western society that is terrible, I think we're going to have a far more harmonious future. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> Come join the rebels. <laughs> Speaking of rebels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Kira, I don't really have a rant this week. Okay. But I do. I have, do. You do have a rant. Yeah, you know how fucking long it took me to get here because... Like you got those road train works, and I was on the oh, wrong okay. side. Yes. And then I was like, "This is taking too long. I'll be smart. I'll drive up and go around." Yeah. Because then I'll just hook a left. Yeah. No fucking left turn. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I had to go back and join the fucking queue. Nah, you should just keep going. I you, ended you up go doing down that. You go down to Keon Park, uh, Park Drive, whatever it is, uh, with the bowling alley. Is. Yeah. That's that's a be that's the way to Anyways, go next time. Yeah, I've got to admit, like the. The train service has been actually been pretty good because they're doing level cr- crossing removals here in, in Melbourne. Um, and it's been pretty good for me. I've only had to use like the bus twice or three times. That's oh, not too bad. And uh, they're, apparently they're going to be done by the end of the year. So re- for, for that station there. So I'm very excited for that to, for that to happen. Yeah. So you should be. Oh, very excited. But I do have a movie review oh, later on. Okay. I'll do that later on. But I kind of want to have a bit of, a rant about some stuff. And I know that you you feel strongly about this. And I know Jess felt pretty strongly about this. So strong that she actually wanted to come on the show, this one here, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But she, I'm like, no, save yourself up. She wants to come in because next week is our official final weigh-in. Yes, it is. So she wants to come on that show and adjudicate and help and get one of us to read the 250-word apology. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say how much I've lost. Yeah, I'm not saying anything and I think at the we'll save it for the next yep. one. And we'll calculate the body weight percentage on the show, do all yeah. that sort of thing. So we'll both have to actually write a 250-word uh, apology as per our weight loss challenge. But this is something that Jess wanted. I, 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 said, I sent this article to Jess to have a chat mm. and just try to get, bounce some ideas back and forth. And she actually went full nuts. Like that's it. So I thought I'd bring it in too. And um, we could talk about it. Because... Okay. Something happened in Australia. Yeah. 
Uh, it's not the election. It's not any of the sports stuff. Any of that. There was a potato chip survey. <laughs> <laughs> if this is where we're setting today's show, <laughs> stay tuned, people, because it is it is going to be one hell of a ride. <laughs> there was a so this survey company went out and surveyed what is Australia's favourite potato chip. Mm-hmm. Now, very important to remember that they are surveying Australians in regards to potato chips. So would you like to hear from the the, uh, the top ten? All right, top ten. And see if Don't you, put them in order. I want to try and guess out of the top no, ten. No, I'm going to put them in... I'm going to put them in ten to, ten to one. Right, okay. uh, ten to one. Because right. I want you to feel like if that should... If this should be in the top 10 or not. Okay. Okay. So the f- number 10 is the honey soy chicken from Red Rock Deli. I do like that. You I do like thought that. that would be a little bit higher. Okay. That's number 10. Yeah. I'm I'm not so happy with I prefer the sweet chili and, and sour cream one or whatever one it is, like the, mm-hmm. the chili one. Uh, but that's just a personal preference. Yeah. I just like this. Like this yeah. yeah. Uh, and the lime and black pepper. Uh, lime and black pepper. The truffle ones though. Yeah. If uh, I do like the truffle ones. I knew this would be a long segment. <laughs> okay, the second one I had a problem with. Now, when was this done? What year? This is like right now. Okay, like this right is this now. week's yep. current news, you know. Yeah. The second one I already had a problem with. And the second one is Burger Rings. Wait, you mean the ninth place? Oh, the ninth place. Yeah. Yes, sorry. My mistake. The ninth place is Burger Rings. Okay, that's not a chip. And that's exactly what I said. I was like, we'll talk, this is what I was talking to Jess about. It's not a chip. It's definitely not it's a, a, ring. a potato chip. No, it's not. And she goes, yeah, it is. It's made from potatoes, is it? No, it's made from corn. Yeah. So, should you include that in this list? No, you shouldn't. Exactly right. But burger it's rings, gone. It's wrong, out. wrong. Otherwise, oh, let's just keep going. Let's get. So, number eight is the chili chips from Kettles. Okay. I don't like any Kettles uh, chips. No, I don't like Kettles either. So I don't buy Kettles. Yeah, exactly. I avoid it. Yeah, it's <laughs> out. It's gone. Okay. Then number seven. Now, this is something that I've always had a problem with. Light and tangy chips by Thins. No, no. I hate no, light I, and tangy. Yeah, I am with you on that one. <laughs> I, I don't hate. know what the flavor's meant to be. And I think Thins chips taste like crap. They always taste too mushy. Actually, I do like Thins original. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I just think the Thins are light and tangy. No, nah, yeah. nah, light and tangy is not a flavor. Get a real flavor. Then number six, and I... 100% agree with this is salt and, vin- salt and balsamic vinegar by Red Rock Deli okay I no, haven't tried that one that's alright well look I like salt and vinegar chips mm-hmm. and the crunch of the Red Rock Deli chips wins me over every single time 100% happy with this being in number 6 okay here's where the list goes downhill okay now I'm rem- trying to think what's f- 5 what? onwards okay Would, uh, don't fucking tell me twisties have made it in there well number 5 is cheesels and again, not a chip. Not a chip. Made of corn. Uh huh. How is this part of the potato chip survey? Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. Number four is original Pringles. What flavored cheesels? Just regular cheese. Cheese. Okay. Yeah. Number four is original Pringles. And again, still wrong because that's not even the best flavor of Pringles. Well, what Pringles do you like? I like the barbecue ones. Oh, I'm a massive fan of original. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But would you put them as your all-time favourite chip number four? Uh, I would probably have put Pringles closer to the 10 mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Would you like to guess what number three is? 
Don't fucking tell me it's the cheese balls. No. No? No, we've got Salt and Vinegar by Smith's. Salt and Vinegar. Yeah, I don't like salt and vinegar. You don't like salt and vinegar? That's no, fair enough. not a fan of the salt and the vinegar. But the Smith's chips, you like them? Yeah, they're alright. Anyway, number two. What do you think number two is? Have a guess. Might as well. Red Rock Deli, Black Truffle. Oh, you're wrong. It's Cheese Twisties, which again, I bought this up before. We just no. had cheese twisties. No, no, we had cheesels. Oh, cheesels. And now we have cheese twisties. Yeah, right. Which, look, maybe I'm the weird one, but I prefer chicken twisties over cheese. I do. The same. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. We're on the set. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one. That's why I asked what flavor, but yeah. I was getting cheese balls mixed up yeah, with cheese balls twisties. Are not, cheese yeah. balls are not on this list. Yep. So think about all the chips that we've gone through now. Yep. What, and now. No gravy chips. No gravy chips. Ooh. No no uh, sour cream and onion chips. What do you think the number one... We haven't had any chicken chips yet. No. Number one chip voted by Australia. Ori- what you th- original. Original by who? Original by... If we had original by Smith's. It's original by Smith's is the yep. number one. Now, I can understand why, but it's still wrong. Mm. Now, I've looked through this list very strong. One, there is not one type of chip on here that has the flavor chicken who doesn't like shame shame who doesn't like shame chicken chips everyone likes chicken chips you put chicken chips or barbecue flavored chips yeah barbecue flavored yeah you put them out always going to go down the absolutely treat. none of those no barbecue no chicken flavored chips on this list shame shame red shame. rocks deli sweet chili is one of my favorites but that's a personal preference but the thing I had the issue with with this list was that they keep putting things in there that obviously were not chips. And we both, dis- both three, both three times, three times, and they didn't. Cho- they chose those three things that were definitely not chips, made of corn, and Doritos were n- did not make the top ten. Yeah, I didn't even think of Doritos until you just said Doritos. <laughs> then, <laughs> because for me, I'm like Doritos are so versatile. You can yeah. have them by themselves. You can have them with the salsa. You can make nachos, or you can put like a hummus dip or a tzatziki mm-hmm, or something like mm-hmm. it's, or you can even put like a cheese on it. I use it as a cracker. Yeah. It is so versatile. It is so fantastic. All the flavors taste pretty good. Doesn't even need to be on a list. Doesn't even need to be on the list. But it's there. It's not there. No Doritos. How this whole list exists without Doritos? <laughs> I'm just disappointed. That Thin's original, no Smith's original. Yes, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is really boring. I uh, look, I can understand. I think like the, the demographic for this, like the the survey's demographic, would have been like older ladies. So, like you know, my mum loves a good um, original chip. Mm. That's a, sort of her favourite. But then I'm gonna go on with go on because there was some definitely. If they're gonna include things that were definitely not chips in this list, where are the barbecue shapes? Cookies and cream. What, what cookies and cream? <laughs> I was just thinking of cookies and cream. <laughs> That's not really a chip flavour. Chips. I think chips need to be savoury. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Where are the pizza shapes? But now, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of the pizza shapes. Yeah. But I do like the barbecue shapes better. They're the best ones. But I have to have. I have to have both. Because I have to, because I eat the barbecue shapes. And I'm like, no, but I'm think. I think pizza shapes are a little bit better. I think they are. And if I've got both, and I eat the pizza shapes, then I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, barbecue's so much better. But if I have pizza shapes without the barbecue ones, I'm like, oh no, maybe the barbecue ones are better. 
You know what I mean? I can. It's, I, it's flip-flops. Yeah. I like the chicken crimpy ones. Oh, always a good one too. But you never, you hardly have those. You so when you have, have them, those. it's a special treat. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> this is nice. And then Jess came up with the best one. And I couldn't, yeah. uh, she goes, remember the chicken drumsticks? Uh-huh. That you used to get back in the day. I don't even know if they're still available. If they are, I kind of want to buy like 50 boxes <laughs> just to have in my garage. Just for a rainy day when people come over and stuff like that. Best chip in the world? Tato's. Tato's? Tato's. I've never had them. They're an Irish. Oh. An Irish chip. There you go. Yeah. Well, we've been, I've been doing the keto diet and Jess came home and goes, I found you something that can replace chips. And I went, what? What is this magical thing? Because I've ne- haven't had chips in so long. I've still got an opinion on them because I used to eat them. But, yeah. You know. And she came home with this bag, and it's called pork rinds, and they just get like pork nut, pork like you know, yeah. rind, and they turn them into like a prawn cracker type of thing, and it's got no carbs. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! And the bags are small; they were like fifty grams. Yeah. I ate half the bag, and I couldn't eat anymore because it's so filling. Fantastic. I'm like, this is great. And just no like, carbs. Oh man, I was very happy. But the, the the chip survey, I'm glad to say, was not not only us giving it a negative reception, but everyone on social media was livid <laughs> at the re- at the result. So Australia, not only are we right uh, in saying it's wrong, we're also wrong because we've fucked up the survey. And I think we need you know what? We do a census every four years or whatever it is. <laughs> These, whatever it is. These are the questions that I want to know. You know, not how much do people learn? What's like, the, you know, what's the last time you voted or whatever it is? Or how many, you know, what, like what, how many people are working in your household? This and that. What, how many small businesses are? And I'm going to know what's your favorite chip. Yeah. That gives me a better, more rounded Information about you as an individual. No, just like, what is the standard Australian? What is his favourite chip or her favourite chip? What is the standard Australian's favourite chip? That's a real question the government should be asking. Mm. And I think we'll all be a lot happier for our tax dollars. See, what do you think Queenslanders would vote, though? I don't know. Probably liberal. <laughs> no, I mean, in the chip, in the chip factor. Um... I reckon they're. I reckon they're a bunch of either. Chicken I reckon or they're putting like cheesy twisties in there or something. Oh yeah, that aren't even chips. Maybe. Sorry, Queenslanders. I don't know. I'm not that sorry. I was just thinking they'd probably go like that. You know, chicken or barbecue. Western Australians, they're boring. They're they're Smiths original. I guarantee Melbourne stuffed us up. Yeah. And gave us like, oh no, we're, we're very like you know we, we like have our craft beers. We, and we love our craft this. beer and we have to have it. <laughs> we ought to taste the craft beer. So all we'd have is plain chips with salt. You know, you know. All right, I've got an article for you, Tess. What do you got for me over there, Kieran? I've got an article. What is harder than getting into Harvard University? Um, The joke I'm looking for is my penis. (laughs) (laughs) What is harder than getting into Harvard University? Getting into Oxford? I don't know. No, no. Becoming the Wienermobile driver. (laughs) Jeez, I was so close with the penis joke. So the Wienermobile, what is it? <laughs> well, the Wienermobile has been around for quite a long time. It is a there's a there's a picture of it right now. That's that's driver. I kind of want one. I kind of want that. That's my next car. It's a car that looks like a hot dog. A wiener. Yeah, it's a car that looks like a hot dog. It's the Wienermobile. That's fantastic. Um, if you're near a, 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 an electronic device, yeah. search Wienermobile right now. <laughs> um, not if you're driving. <laughs> not obviously not if you're driving right now. Well. The like, uh, there's 
Kyle and Haley, they're two recent college grad students. Yeah. And like all hot doggers, they speak almost entirely in hot dog puns. I just have to read this out because this part's Please hilarious. do, please do. They've relished their experience of their temporary post and insist that anyone when riding shot bun must wear a meat belt and enjoy the view from the, the bun roof. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. To keep this job, you really have to show that you can cut the mustard. <laughs> Hot Dogger is their official title. Hot Dogger. Hot Dogger is the official title for young men and women who travel the country in the giant mobile wiener, spreading the gospel of proceed meats and their employer, Oscar Mayer Foods Corporation. Since 1988, there have been six wienermobiles constantly on tour, visiting every US state and Canada 12 months a year. Now, applications. Was this is a great job when you finish college? Yeah. What do you do? You apply to be the, on the Wiener, drive the Wienermobile around. Yeah. Their um, their applications jumped from six thousand in two thousand eighteen to seven thousand in two thousand nineteen. Yep. And um, they just pick twelve people each year. There you go. To drive their Wienermobiles, which puts their acceptance rate at zero. 0.17%. I was going to say like 0.2% or something 0.1%. The acceptance rate for Harvard University is 4.6%. That's incredible. So to be a Wienermobile driver means that you have got into probably the best Ivory League university there is. <laughs> the Wienermobile. I, imagine like you got, you got two applications, you put it into both and you get accepted to both. With like, <laughs> no, you put your one into Harvard, you don't get accepted, but you get the winner of the bill. Yeah, it's, oh, I, like, you know, you get into both, and then suddenly you have to make that decision, and you go, "Mum, Dad, I'm gonna go to the winner." <laughs> like, it's at a more exclusive club. It is. I have to go. Yeah, it's right. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, and they drive. So there's only, so there's twelve drivers. So six cars. Six cars. So it's a two up sort of system driving around the, the country and Canada. So two countries. Two countries. Yep. Twelve months a year. Uh huh. That's a, and just giving out hot dogs. Pretty much. That's amazing. They live in the Wienermobile. They drive the Wienermobile, <laughs> and they sell or give out free hot dogs. That's amazing. I mean, look at that happy people. Well, if they get paid well and they get to do what they love, I'm not sure if they get paid well. Well, but you know, if they get paid the, the amount that they're hoping for to, to get you know to get them through the week. Yeah. And get as many hot dogs as you can. There you go. What a job. I know. I thought you'd enjoy that. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Oh, Kieran. Yep. I had a fun experience with a gentleman on Facebook this week. Ooh. No flat earth this time, but podcast related. Okay. So I think I've joined you to a few podcast groups. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting to sort of see a lot of people looking for editors a lot of people looking for like ideas for podcasts. Uh, a lot of them are trying to be as professional as we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't handle that joke either. But, I tr- but, you know, people just share like, oh, come and listen to my latest episode. And I sort of do that too. Yeah. So I'm on like a, an Australian podcasters page. I'm on like a, just a sort of a general one for the world. And then there's one called Promote Your Podcast where you can put up your you know latest episode, talk about it, and maybe potentially get a guest from another show or whatever it is. And I haven't take up, taken that on board yet because I figure, hey, we're doing pretty good and we're yeah. having a lot of fun. 
and the people listening to us like what we're doing. So it's always really good like that. But uh, I put up our post for the last episode, mm. um, which is episode 62. Is it 63? This is 64, is it? This is 64. Jesus Christ, we're good. 60, this is episode 64. So I put it up for episode 63. And um, not too long after that, I get a... Me- I get a, f- a friend request and a Facebook message from a gentleman. Oh, a gentleman. And I think to myself, oh, this is pretty good. And we also get an email in our inbox. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't check the inbox. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. Anyway, the email just says, hello. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm not going to accept you as a personal friend. Like, you know, you can like our Facebook page. On which, the Facebook, yeah, no. Which, no. And he liked our uh, Facebook page. Oh, good on him. Well done. Which is great. Uh, but I'm not going to accept him as a personal friend. Yeah. But, you know, I'll accept a message from him. And as soon as I saw him, as soon as I saw, like, his page, or as soon as I saw his profile, I'm like, this is going to be some sort of scam thing. They're going to try to get some money out of me. Mm-hmm. So... I thought, you know what? You're going to be proactive. You're going to fight this. Not only going to fight this, I'm just going to make sure that he understands exactly what I want from him Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm going to get the product exactly what I want and it's going to make him work really hard to do any of the kind of stuff that I need him to do for our podcast. Yeah. Because we all know we've always wanted the show to be hosted on Pornhub. So I thought to myself, this is easy. I'm going to set him a challenge. Let's see, here we go. So the gentleman's name, and I don't care that I'm saying his name. Uh, his name's James John. And his picture, as you can see, is a cat looking at an Apple Mac. So obviously, fake account. And then uh, he apparently works for Facebook. He's a, in podcast promotion team in 2019. And he works for Fiverr. And he lives in Bangladesh. And I'm like, you know what? That is a trifecta of all the things I I think I need. I'm amazed you can work at Facebook in a podcast promotion team and for Fiverr. That is a very busy man. And he is contacting me about this show. (laughs) Oh my God, we're famous. (laughs) So he sends me a message. Hello. And I respond, hello. What's your deal, buddy? Like, you know, being friendly, fun. He gives me a thumbs up. I'm very confused by this. I give him... So, I respond. So, this is me going back and forth in there. Why did you want to chat with me, mate? And then he asks me a very weird question. He says, do you have any podcast? Okay. Which is very odd because he liked our page and he saw our post. And then I went, yeah, I do. You follow it. (laughs) (laughs) So far, this person who works for Facebook, Fiverr, and podcast promotion. It's a very busy man. Can't keep very track. Very busy. Can't keep a track. But also not very... Not very bright. <laughs> That's okay. Then he says, Yes, do you want to promote your podcast in iTunes Store? And straight away, I'm like, We're on iTunes. Yeah. So I respond, Our podcast is already on iTunes. I'd rather be able to promote it heaps on Pornhub or RedTube. I feel that's an untapped market for podcasts. <laughs> you know, syncing up to porn videos and such. He responds, yes. I'm not g- <laughs> I feel like he doesn't understand what's going on. This is either a chat bot. Yeah, yeah. Or... He's really confused. Yeah. Yeah. So I respond, what do you think about that? As a listener, would you listen to a podcast on Pornhub as a platform? 
And he said, yes, I can do it. I'm like, wow, look at that. He's happy. And I'm like, I was very shocked. Are you serious? What is your plan to do this? This is a huge undertaking. Mm -hmm. He responds, if you promote your podcast, with a question mark, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am professionally podcast promoter. Please give me a chances. (laughs) No, he's asking for chances. (laughs) We all need a few chances in our life. True. And then he states, I will, all in capitals, and then lowercase, give you rank, top rank 10. I don't know what that means. (laughs) iTunes top rank, active listeners, unique subscriptions, real audience, real listeners downloads, super fast service in Fiverr, which I don't want. (laughs) No one's talked about Fiverr. And then he just says marketplace and please contact me. (laughs) But you're already talking to him. So you don't need to contact him. That's right. But you know what, Kieran? I was very explicit of what I wanted. Uh-huh. I We wanted this po- po- uh, podcast on Pornhub. Uh-huh. So I stayed in. No, I want my po- podcast to be number one on Pornhub. It's like you don't even listen to me, James. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I'm like, okay, he doesn't know, know any... He doesn't know what I'm talking about. He yeah. says to me... So you sent him the link. I don't know. I said to him... I, he said to me, after I said, it's like you don't even listen to me, James. He said to me, he said to me I will give you a week 5,000 listen. <laughs> so I said, no, no, no. I don't need more listens. I need views on Pornhub. And he said to me, YouTube video views? And I said, no, Pornhub. <laughs> Jesus. It's like you don't know the internet at all. <laughs> And then he, he says to me, send me your video link. I will check it. And then in all caps, I know what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. What's he trying to do? He's trying to do. I said to him, oh my God, in all caps. And in all caps again, you just want to see my penis. And then he gave me a thumbs up and he never contacted me again. <laughs> and that's the story of how a man from Bangladesh wanted to promote our podcast and at the end, he just wanted to see my penis. Uh-huh. There you go. It always comes back to the penis. It always comes back to the penis. So, if, But seriously, we, we, we don't... If, if we could get this podcast on Pornhub, I would feel far more confident in our ability to <laughs> get, reach out to the masses. I think it'd be funny. I think I should try and do something like that eventually. Download like a video of porn and put our podcast in the background. Yeah, right. And that way you could be like jerking it, but also listening to us. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. Uh, docile tones. Well, speaking of penises. Yes. Wiener reveal penises is great. I feel like this is a very penis episode today. Oh, it's good. So I've got a porn one later on. Fighter pilots draw penis in the sky. Oh, fantastic. Air Force says it was a training exercise. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, that's it. The Air Force officials said in an official statement Thursday... Air Force officials <laughs> official statement. I know. Double they're trying to make this sound very confusing. Uh, after yet another drawing resembling... Another drawing resembling male genitalia appeared in the sky, this time over Luke Air Force Base in Arizona, during a training exercise. On Tuesday, F-35 fighter jet pilots inadvertently created... A condensed air trail in the shape of a penis. Images which caused a stir on social media. But unlike 
previous incidents involving the use of military aircraft to create uh, penis images. Base officials insist that this suggestive depiction was an accident and the result of normal flight maneuvers as the fifth generation jets engaged in simulated dogfight. Who cares? (laughs) Like, like, can you imagine, like, oh, look at that, oh, the jets are making penises. Quick, report it to the government that you cannot do the training drills that you have penises in the sky. Let them do it, it's funny. No, but it's a good, good tactic. People can't obviously see my finger, but, you know, the aircraft goes that way, and then it comes back that way, and then it dodges the the aircraft, and then it flies up, and then back around, and then around again, and then bam, it fires. I'm into, look, I think it's funny. Uh, I see nothing wrong with it. Um, I think it's great. I think it's uh, fun. It's just that was like it's like the guy who uh, like he does like running and he tries to run in shapes like the geo tracking sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that sort of thing? Yeah, the one that said, "Will you marry me?" Yeah, like that sort of stuff. That's not funny. You know, draw penises. <laughs> no, well, we we had you know you were at the rugby on Friday and we had people over here and we were playing the Jackbox game. I was at the rugby on Friday. It was great. I feel like you want to come to the rugby with me. I do. I do. I do. I really do. But we were here with having some drinks with people this afternoon. We played all the Jackbox games. We were doing the t-shirt logo design thing. We've played it before and I posted up a photo ages ago about us playing it. But I'll tell you what, the amount of penises that were drawn was 100... It was just penises and it was fantastic. And I saw... I, do you follow The Hard Times, which is a, a satire news yeah. website? It's a bit more music focused. They put out an article literally this morning said Jackbox 6... Which, which is the next one. Like Jackbox 5 is oh. the... Jackbox 6 will have a game exclusively just for drawing penises. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's that's about right. That's that's You know what? The rest of the games are about that. Basically, when you get a bunch of drunk people all together in a house, why not just have a game dedicated to it? But I think it'll... It'll be it's like, a good game if you haven't played Jackbox. Yeah. Play Jackbox. It, I think we, I ranted about it when uh, Dan was here. You know, like I uh, said, like, Dan the man, who's getting it done for all Victorians. That's right. Uh, he trusts no dogs. He, um, yeah, because we talk about Cards Against Humanity, how I'm just sick of it because it's always the same. Mm. There's no actual creativity that, you know, it's communism of comedy. Cards Against Humanity is hilarious when you've got someone who hasn't played it before. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always the first time that you play it. Every time of the time, it's boring. I've got to tell you, the best game, the best game I've ever played is I was with my parents. They're their fa- like their friends yeah. and they had a daughter who was 15 <laughs> right and she was just so embarrassed to read out her cards like she couldn't like t- her parents were laughing and giggling everyone's oh, giggling but it was just you know that 15 year old I'm so embarrassed like I- it's so good but it's so it's so awesome it's, it's one of those things where yeah if, if you play with a bunch of people that are around like I wouldn't play with my parents like even though I feel comfortable saying all the words and that it just wouldn't have the same shock. Like, it'll be so shocking for my mum. My dad would just be pissing himself laughing because he just doesn't care. But mum's, like, a bit more, you know, reserved. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't want to play with her. She'd be like, what is this? I'm like, mum, I do not want to describe to you what a bukkake is. <laughs> There'll be just no, like, no way in hell. Like, because then I have to explain how I know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's an extra layer of knowledge. Like, you know, what is a bukkake? That's all when, like, you know, five or six men ejaculate on a woman's face. How do you know that? <laughs> and I don't want to have... Your mum would do that. Yeah, it Your would. Your mum would do that. She would. Very exciting. What can I... We should get... What we should get is some Cards Against Humanity cards. Yeah. 
we give them to her and we say, tell us what you think this means. That would be funny. That actually is a great bit. Like, <laughs> like we, don't, we, don't, we don't tell her what they are, but just what do you think they are? Well, you know what? We should get like two old, pe- two old people. Yeah. Two, like, you know, that, and we choose a bunch of cards and we sit them in here and we pass them along. Yeah. And then we still have to, we, we, then we have to explain it to them. <laughs> That's the that's the hard bit again, and both those people, both those baby boomers, will be like, "But how how do you know this? Where did you learn this?" You're not my boy. If you know this, okay, my mum is not that. That's not my mum. Maybe my nonna, but not my mum. Oh. Uh, well, I saw. Speaking of gay things, I saw. <laughs> I saw a film last night. Mm-hmm. Which yes, I saw Rocket Man, the film about Elton John's life. Is there uh, a film about Elton John's yeah, life? Yeah, it's called Rock, uh, Rocket Man. Do they and, play songs in it, like the Queen one? Yeah, uh, it's actually a bit more musical. Okay. Like, it's a bit more like a musical, like there's a bit of singing and dancing. Who would have thought it's Elton John? Like, yeah. You know, very flamboyant and stuff like that. Pretty interesting. Is the actual Elton John in it? No, no, but all this music is and okay. stuff like that. And someone portrays yeah. Elton John and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, look. I feel like I've missed this. It's a, yeah, it just came out. Okay. It came out 30th of May or something. How's the leg room? And you know what? I've, I've talked about this before. The cinemas nowadays have those recliner chairs. Always oh, mm-hmm. plenty of leg room. Okay. I'm actually quite happy with how cinemas are going these days. Right. And uh, we had a big dinner. This is why you don't do movie reviews. This is why you leave the movie yeah, reviews to me. I had a big dinner beforehand, so I didn't eat any hot dogs uh, or anything like okay. that. Okay, all right. But I did have a lovely cup of tea beforehand. <laughs> okay, you're just you're ruining the film for me now. <laughs> but very exciting film. Uh, really interesting portrayal of a rock and roll lifestyle, rock and roll sort of thing, and how gays were accepted within that community in the back of the day and stuff like that. But there was one thing that really frustrated me about the film. Like, yeah. in in the Queen one, like, I know a lot about Queen already, but even in the film, they sort of gave you, like, a rough date, like, even a year. Yeah, right. And you could sort of go, oh, okay, this is how the progression of the timeline is, like, you know, it was 1975 and then 1978 when this album came out, and they just let you know. Yeah, they, so they, get, they put, let you go through the timeline progression. Exactly right. And, it's yeah. the, and it was the same thing for... The Elton John one, like he started off with him as a boy and his relationship with his family and how he went to like, he actually studied music at a really high education level and then played with a bunch of bands and this and that into his adulthood where he's just writing music with his writing partner Bernie and stuff like that into the the stage where, and the film sort of ends where he goes into rehabilitation. He was and, in rehab? Yeah, he was like uh, on every single drug and alcohol. Oh shit, and, I missed and that sex part sex, too. And stuff like that. And that's where the film ends and then it moves on to his next part of his life in sort of like the post-credits and the credit scenes and stuff yeah. like that, just sort of giving some words and stuff. But the whole film, fantastic, interesting, lovely. But, you know, you can only show so much of a person's life. But I never knew what, even like the year it was or the decade, like, you know, not which year it was mm-hmm. and where it sort of ended. So like, you know, his first album... Like, you know, I don't know exactly when it came out. I'm guessing like, you know, mid to early, uh, early to mid to early seventies, but I don't know exactly when. Yeah. And because of that, I've got no bearing on the rest of the film and the timelines of when things happened and all this sort of stuff. And that's what really frustrated me about the film. But other than that, full, fantastic. The person playing Elton John, I can't remember the gentleman's name, uh, did fantastically. Jess and I recently... Uh, realized that 
the same person who managed Elton John and was in a relationship with Elton John also managed Queen for a couple of years. Oh, there you go. So it was like a full crossover. And and you know what? He now lives in Australia and yeah. was a, a judge on X Factor back in the day. Shit, is X Factor still going? Uh, I think so, but now they've got like Guy Sebastian. No, Guy Sebastian on The Voice. All right. And then, it's. I think it's. I think it's been covered up by something else now. Like right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like all these coincidences and like you know, listen to all the. So that's great, but the the listeners want to know about the leg room. They want to know about the comfort, the recline. <laughs> you know, uh, annoying people around well, you. Well, that that's what I was going to rant about. The service delivery. That's what I was uh, going to rant about because we just went to the general cinemas. We didn't. We, you we went, went to Hoyts. We went to Hoyts. And yeah. And it was a packed cinema. Ah, oh, God, get out of town. And so... What it, time was it? Eight, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. o'clock sessions, you know. Pack Cinema. Pack Cinema. In Northland. Yep. And then, wasn't too bad. Did but, you... But on, behind me... Online tickets or, or you know, did you queue? No, online. Okay, good. Yeah. So, no queuing. Straight in. Straight in. But you didn't get back row centre. No, so Jess doesn't like to sit next to anybody. Yeah. So we get sort of the side, like when the aisle where people walk up. She oh, sits there and I sit one. Right, this movie you're not getting any more than three stars now. <laughs> oh, look, I'll give it about three and a half. It's off the bat. But to the side, le- yeah. left-hand side, like sort of down the aisle, maybe in the back, you know, mm-hmm. I could hear crinkling of a chip packet. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what? If you can't eat either popcorn or have something quiet or not shove food in your gob for like an hour and a half to two hours of a film. Like you do it when it's chip. loud. Movies yeah. have loud parts. Eat exactly loud right. in the loud part. This is like when the sad scene when he's like a kid and his dad's leaving him. And you hear... And you hear... And, you hear, and you're like, oh, God, just, oh, you know. Oh, oh, I don't even want to do it for the. I don't even want to do it for the people here. Fuck off. <laughs> Get a real job. Oh, um, that's what my rant is. A bunch of just, just three and a half stars. You say three and a half stars. Go see. Well, I'll see it and I'll be the judge of Fair it. Enough. Look, if you I'll like, be the if judge. you like uh, a bit of a musical, if you like the music of Elton John, if you like learning a bit about music history and pop history and and how things in relation um, sit with each other. I like all that sort of stuff. Um, I preferred the Queen one over this one. Yeah, okay. But maybe because maybe I'm just a little bit biased because I like Queen as a band more than Elton John, and yeah, fair enough. And the songs and stuff. Like that. Elton and John is Man. coming to Australia it's for fi- a tour. Final, yeah, final tour ever. And that's I think it. a friend of mine texted me a while back saying he's got tickets. Oh, that's good. So I think I'm going, but I don't know. Uh, Church, something that can help you in a cinema. To yes. make a movie experience more enjoyable. Yeah. Is beer. Yep. Right. But yep. that's not what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking, talking about. about- <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So far, everything you've said, totally agree. Even the bit where that's not what we're talking about. Totally agree. A Seattle brewery has cancelled the release of Crips and Bloods themed beer after Outcry. Oh, come oh, I I saw this. I didn't get to read the articles. Tell me what's happened. Well, I read it and, and first saw crisps. I misread <laughs> it as crisps. Ah, <laughs> oh, crisps and chips beer. <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, 
what's wrong with Crips and Bloods? And then I was like, oh, the gang and the, the gangs and the... Every time the, I hear Crips and Bloods, I just remember that episode of, Sign of uh, South, South Park, Park where uh, <laughs> Jimmy and Timmy decided to join the Crips. And yeah. it's like, I'm a Crip from birth. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, so what's happening with the beer? They're not making any more because of people getting angry at the name? Yeah, well, um, it basically a lot of people um, uh, got really upset with it. And people who aren't even in the gangs. Like, people who are not part of these Don't gangs. Don't you love when people get outraged on behalf of other people? Yeah. I love it. They're getting, my favorite thing. They're getting, they're getting insulted. I'm like, you're not even in the gangs. Why do you care? <laughs> Why do you care whether they call it Crips or Bloods? Uh, anyway, um, uh, a person basically said... I'm trying to pull up their, their Twitter. Uh, look, the company's apologised. I'm very shattered that the company has apologised. Absolutely. Um, apparently, they're very racist. Apparently, the, you know, the... What do you mean it's racist? It's just the name of a gang. If they said Outlaw Motorcycle Gang Beer, it'd be fine. So, yeah. Uh, and then we got one person from Twitter here saying, Mirage Beer, those new beers y'all are releasing is a dub. Y'all are entitled non-creative culture vultures that deserve to fail hard and fast fuck all the politeness people have died over that shit and you're trying to use it to be down and cool fuck y'all yeah you know what don't buy poppies at uh, for remembrance day uh for world war one remembrance because people died to get uh, get fucked get absolutely fucked people i want to get one of those beers now yeah let me do just <laughs> <laughs> so try it it's just beer it's fun just fun, just fun. I'm a good fan of beer. I like beer. Mm. Gives me gas, though. I'm yeah. I, we talked about it last time. I've been bloated with beer. Yeah, but I for Jess's birthday next week, I will be having a beer. Oh, fantastic! Oh, there you go. I'm saving myself. Kieran, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember a couple of weeks, couple of months ago? <laughs> you expected me to remember oh, a couple no. of months ago. But I can't even remember five minutes ago. It's true. It's true. Uh, remember that? So Australia <laughs> did a chip survey. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> no, remember about a month or so ago, I talked about the thought audit, where people online were running, were getting thought or not. No, no, no. Oh. People were getting the Instagram accounts of people who were trying to sell nude photos of themselves online. Uh huh. And reporting them to the IRS in America. Yeah, this is getting, ringing a bell. And getting the ten percent of whatever the income earnings for the thoughts and like that. So thoughts are for everyone. I didn't listen to that episode. I can't remember which episode it was. Thoughts stands for that hoe over there. Yeah, which is like you know the Instagrammy sort of girls that post themselves like you know near the near the beach in bikinis or or a bit slutty or that sort of thing. Some of them actually sell nude pictures of themselves, and made income on it mm-hmm. and, and didn't pay tax and didn't pay tax and people morally correctly got them reported them to the irs to pay their fair share they of their tax. fair share of tax of this and that and a lot of girls got really upset mm-hmm. because they had to pay tax on the income yeah and i'm just like wait a minute wait, i've you, been saying yeah. that for fucking forever <laughs> no one listens but the next level of this technology has just come out and is scaring both thoughts and feminists everywhere. Yeah. 
And this is an article from Vice. And you know I hate Vice. But god damn it, do they make me smile. Because every time they write something that I'm like, that's absolutely fine by me. They think it's like the worst thing ever. And this is how bad it is. So this is the headline. DIY facial recognition for porn is a dystopian future disaster. And I'm like, ha ha ha. Tell me more. (laughs) So... This is what they've said. Someone is making a dubious claims to have built a program for detecting faces in porn and cross-referencing them against social medias with 100,000 porn actresses identified so far. So, very easy. They're looking, they're getting the faces in porn. Mm-hmm. For amateur porn, so yeah. people uploading videos of themselves or thoughts or this out on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, and comparing them to real social media accounts. Yeah. So all those girls that do like a one-off porn just to make some money or do like little things here and there just to make some money are now being linked up. Uh-huh. And obviously they don't want to be linked up. They don't want to be linked up. So they might go by a stage name or they've a different just done name. A, they've just done a one-off thing. You know, they don't, it's not their career. They're not there to... No. To, to show the whole world that they've done that. That's right. It's just yeah. for like that one-off thing. People, some people might say and they get lost in, lost in the ether of yeah. the internet and this and that. So, this piece of software, apparently, not confirmed, but apparently, can recognise the faces and sync it all up. Well, it's just face recognition. It's used, face recognition. Used in two different applications. But, but, it's just some guy in Germany and China working together. Yeah. And are able to do this. And so this is a response from a feminist. Soraya uh, uh, Chemily stated in a tweet, This is horrendous and a pitch-perfect example of how these systems globally enable male dominance. Surveillance, impersonation, extortion, misinformation all happen to women first and then move into the public sphere where once men get affected, it starts to get attention. And they describe this, this... Searching and matching of profiles as targeted harassment. Can you think of a, how up your own fucking ass do you have to be to think that this is one targeted harassment and two only affecting females? Because <laughs> like it could be applied to males. It could be applied to anybody, <laughs> any gender. I don't care how many genders that you think. But if a guy did a porn thing and it matches the faces, I'm sure it'll match it as well. And you don't be on social media if you don't want to. And if you don't want... You know what? If you if you, if you you make a porn film or you're going to make a pornographic film and you don't eventually want to be found out, I think you just shouldn't do the pornographic film. There's consequences yeah. for your actions. It's yeah. a very sort of simple <laughs> sort of thing. Like, you know, if you don't want your brother to potentially find out that you did a porno once... As he came scrolling across it on Pornhub or wherever he goes to watch porn, maybe you shouldn't do it. Yeah, maybe maybe you shouldn't. And if people, but wanna... if you do, and you want to like flaunt it, go for it. Exactly right. And so, uh, so how's this one? The use of machine learning to control and extort women's bodily autonomy demonstrates deep misogyny. No, it doesn't. It just proves that you don't want to take responsibility. For your actions. Well, China, they run this now. They run it all the time. They 24/7. run it and you get points. That's pretty horrible, though. And if you don't get enough points, you can't book a hotel or you can't get a home loan because yeah, you're not yeah. a socially desirable person. 
That's crazy. They're That's watching. Too they're far. watching all the time. Well, you know, it's like London. I think London they're, is the most. They're rolling, but in China, they're rolling it out. They're done in like fourteen of the the provinces, yeah. and they're rolling it out nationwide. Well, I think London is like the most uh, heavily surveilled city in the Western world. Whereas mm. obviously China is in the. Yeah, but I think yeah. China's using more of the artificial intelligence component. Correct. Yeah, this is just more security cameras and. Yeah, yeah, because China's like you buy alcohol, it goes. Oh, Kieran's only bought alcohol once this week. Yeah. We'll detract two points. Yeah. Versus, oh, he's bought alcohol seven it times this week. Say, yeah. We're going to detract 200 points. That's amazing. Yeah. Crazy. And they want people to dob them in, dob family members in and stuff yeah. like that. It's full on. Yeah. So I did a bit more research into this little piece of technology. And mm-hmm. apparently in 2007, Pornhub basically put this software into practice already. So you can find, if you upload a video of Pornhub to Pornhub, It'll automatically go, hey, we think this actress might be this person. Do you want to add this as a tag for, like, you know, whoever your favorite porn and star Facebook is. has been doing that. For... Facebook has been doing it forever as well. Yeah. But Pornhub's been doing it as well and helps categorize porn actresses together. So if you want to watch just one of por- one, uh, all the videos of one porn actress, they're all together in one place, making it very easy for you to have a good wank. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously the 2018, or even earlier this year, 2019, the thought audit occurred. So it just seems to me that all these people that are really worried about this just don't want to take responsibility for the actions that have... Jordan Peterson would would have a word or two with them. Take (laughs) responsibility. But it's... You made the decision to go make porn. I, I don't think there's many people who go into porn because they have to. Yeah. Especially to make money out of porn. Like, if you get paid to, to be in a pornographic film, like, I pretty much guarantee that was your decision. Mm. Like, you know, I'll give it, like, even up to 80 to 90%. Okay. You know, I'll probably go even higher. But, you know, let's just say that. If I offered you $10,000 now to do a porno, would you do it? A million. Yeah. Million, Two million. Million bucks. Ten million dollars. Million bucks, I'd give, I'd give it my dick out and okay. do it. Right. So, have to discuss with the missus first. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. That's the hard bit. It's not the you know the, doing the pornos. It's 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 convincing the the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Million bucks? Would you do it? Oh, look, make it like a billion. A billion. Because then I'm a billionaire. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's true. Million. A million doesn't get you a lot. No, but it does buy me a couple of investment properties where I could just live off them. Yeah, uh, it still doesn't... I don't... Because even by your two investment properties, you're, what are you making in rent for the two? You know, well, if two you paid them off, it's just all income. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's not it's not enough income to have fuck you money each week. But let's keep my job. No, but then you've done a porn, you know, and you're at your job. If you're in a very conservative field, yeah. you know... Oh, uh, five million bucks, I reckon I can... Right, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be enough where you're just like, I now have fuck you money. That's true. Okay, uh, five to ten million dollars then. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good sort of thing. Because then you've got, fuck you, I'm going first class to wherever I'm going. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. want the fuck you money. I think that. I agree yeah. with that. I see where you're going with this. But yeah. yeah, you know, 10, 10 grand seems a bit low, even 100 grand seems a bit low. But when you get to that million to 10 million sort of range, I think that's something negotiable that yeah. can happen in there. Anyway, I just think it's funny. Uh, I hope I hope this software goes everywhere. So um, from penises to facial recognition in porn... What an episode it's been. What And, and, and a movie <laughs> review. Movie review as well. Jesus Christ. I mean, the only other thing I've got is 4chan tried to bloody uh, make the hashtag symbol um, a white supremacist symbol. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it didn't really work, but I could see where they were going with it. 
So basically, the hashtag they tried to make say that it stood for Hail Hitler. Oh. Because if you have a look at the picture there, that's what... Yeah, I'm with you. Like, it's like two H's on top of each other. Yeah. And it says for Hail Hitler, because they were trying to get Twitter to remove the hashtag as a... Uh, as a tool to, to work the whole website. People didn't know hashtag. We've had a hash. Hashtags have existed on keyboards yeah. since 1995. It used to be called the pound sign. Right. Remember that? No. Back and then, in the day. And then all of a sudden, people are like, I don't know what this does. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we hashtag everything now. Well, it used to be on um, IRC. Do you know what IRC is? No. It was like a chat sort of thing. And the, it used to be like hashtag the room, whatever it's called. And um, that used to be denominate what you would talk about in that in that room. So it'd be like hashtag video games. Yeah. And you would join that chat room, hashtag video games, and people would just talk about video games in there. Yeah. And that sort of got subverted into doing, you know, to Instagram and to Twitter and stuff. You know, like you know that. what I mean? Like 2000, no one used hashtags. 2005, no one used hashtags. Mm. You know, 2008, yeah, no, no, hashtags, bam, everywhere. Well, it just became a really easy way for. Like, it still to, must have done the thing that we that it, we did. Just no one was using it. Uh, I don't know what it did before that. I don't know. But back in the day, it used to be called the pound sign. I heard this joke. Someone said like it used to be called the pound sign. And remember that hashtag campaign hashtag Me Too. All oh, right. He, he just I just thought it was pound Me Too. <laughs> Which sort of subverts what the actual. Uh... <laughs> You're done, mate. You are oh. cooked. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this fantastic episode number 64. Next week, we do have the big weight Wait. loss reveal. It's going to be very exciting. Jess will be on the show too. For all you lovely wankers out there, make sure you follow us on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to send us a rant, a review, or a death threat, please email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for coming in studio once again. Woo! And we'll see all you wankers next Thursday. Good joke. <laughs>